Happy Wednesday, you guys. Welcome to episode 30 of your favorite podcast, the Gordon Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Mahaley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons. Today, I'm going to smack you in the mouth a little bit. You better be ready. You better be ready because I'm going to tell you to look your fears in the eyes and tell them to get the fuck out. We're going to talk about creating a movement. How do we create a movement? We've created the biggest movement in the online coaching fitness industry. How did we do it? I'm going to tell you inside and you better be ready to apply it and you better be ready to stare those fears down. Whatever's been holding you back, you better be ready to cut it off, to drain out those fears, to allow yourself to fly. I cannot wait to talk to you guys about this one. Episode 30, how to create a movement brought to you by Revive Supplements. It is going down. I'll see you inside. Man, $100 million. It's a lot of bread. When, when, when I say $100 million, what's the first thing that, that you think? Or not really like the first thing you would buy. What's the first thing you think of? Airplanes. Airplanes? Yeah. yeah that makes a lot of sense. Ex- because of experience only. Well, of course. That makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, when I say $100, i am not sure what the first thing I think of is. I Second think of would like, be like house. Yeah. I, dude, I like think of people. I think of like Trump and, and Cuban. Okay. And, okay. But uh, well, again, items. that would be experience. That would be experience sure, sure. because I've mentioned on this podcast before and I was in high school and college, I did a ton of reports on extremely uber successful people mm-hmm. and uber successful people, obviously, um, like accumulate a lot of wealth over their time. I don't think success and, and wealth are one in the same, mm-hmm. But fuck, dude, if you're really successful at something, you're going to turn that into cash. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you well, got to make a living. Yeah. You, you can't just be successful and broke. Like that's that's not a real thing. One hundred million dollars. I, I think of them and I just think of like, man, a lot of the businesses we want to open and run would be really easy. You know, what's funny. You think of them with a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Those guys are way beyond a so hundred million dollars more than that. Yeah. Those guys probably have a hundred million dollars, like disposable, like, like, Dude, like ready who, to go, like in the actual it? bank. I think David told me that the Bezos equivalent yeah. to a dollar for us is $88,000. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So $88,000 of his equals $1 for us. Yeah. I have seen that somewhere. I think David told me that. I, think, I have seen that. Yeah. Isn't Isn't that, that crazy? That's, that's bonkers. I don't know. That's yeah. so bonkers. I wouldn't know what to do with that. That's Dude, money. I, I have on, no idea. I was on Twitter earlier in the week and, and they were like, no one deserves to be a billionaire. And I was like, like that, oh. that's when I was like, oh my God, I need to delete this app so bad. Dude. No one deserve. What do you deserve? If you, if you, if you accumulated a billion dollars, you deserve that no, billion There's dollars. no one in this world who gave that to you. No. No fucking no. way. But I am trying to get a tenth of the way there. Yeah. As we sat down to start this podcast, I put up Instagram to make sure nothing needed my immediate attention. I just pulled up Instagram because I was fucking <laughs> off. And the first <laughs> fucking post was Joe Rogan signed a $100 million contract to take his podcast solely to Spotify. Not going to be available on iTunes. They're pulling it off of YouTube starting September 1. Everything's going to be on Spotify. This is absolutely bonkers. $100 million. The previous previous highest paid podcast production before this was a two year, $10 million deal. Also with Spotify 
from one of the murder podcasts. I actually, Dude. I think they're, I think, I think the murder podcast is like the number two podcast in the world, but only behind Joe. Really? And that was the previous lar- biggest deal ever. Two years, $10 million. The one with Joe Rogan is $100 million. I'm not sure I saw, I, I, I didn't see a year amount, but I mean, there's, you know, no way it's more than like four or five years considering the precedence of which he is, the people he has on the interaction that he gets. Mm-hmm. Um, so Spotify is making a huge move into the podcast Dude, market. Their stock jumped $10 because of it. Wow. Yeah. That's bonkers. Joe, good job. Dude. Joe is What's a, what an impact. Like really dude, he, he is a market and, and of itself, like that's very impressive. He's earned it for 11 years. He's run this podcast before podcasting was a thing. You know what? I'm even going to venture as far as to say right now, podcasting still isn't a thing. And what do I mean by that? Yeah, sure. Anyone can buy a fucking mic mm-hmm. and whatever this mixer thing's called and post. You got, that was it. Fucking, mixer. Yeah. Yeah. And you can post fucking podcasts. All right. But I don't think there's many people who actually invent like, like turn podcasting into a business. I think there's a lot of people who utilize their podcast to, um, you know, maybe spread a message. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people utilize their podcast as like a back burner item. Like, oh, you know, I got a podcast today. Dude, in my head, that seems so ludicrous. It seems so ludicrous. But you and I have also seen the returns on it. We've seen the returns of wearing top 30 in America. We've seen the returns on we already have two sponsorships with other sponsorships knocking down the door. Mm-hmm. We've seen the return on the impact that we've had on people that every time we post something, a podcast people love it because we're talking to them yeah like we're not here trying to fucking sell you anything i'm just trying to fucking help you guys get a little bit better every single day Mm -hmm. and every single 0.1 percent variable like we talked about i truly live and scott does too i live in a win or die life it is grow or you die. Like there's no in between. You're either getting better or you're backtracking. And if you're backtracking, by definition, you are dying. It is win at all costs. Fucking win, dominate, show up and fucking do your job. And I'm trying to instill how to achieve this mentality, how I came about this mentality, how this mentality has changed my life. I'm trying to also bring bodybuilding fitness in here. Like Scott and I love talking to you guys. Mm-hmm. The day Scott and I decided to start this podcast it rose to the top of the priority list. It's like team Haley's number one, like podcast is number two and the podcast makes way less money than <laughs> iron intellects or hyperdrive, but it's still been number two. Yeah. And it's just stayed there and it'll never catch team Haley <laughs> for a lot of reasons. Let's hope if we get a hundred million dollar deal. Oh, fuck. If we get a hundred million dollar deal, if we, we get a hundred million dollar deal, team Haley is doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shit. Holy crap. If this podcast gets to team Haley's level, we're going to live great lives. It's going to be very uh, They said that 60% of Rogan's listeners were actually on iTunes. So he's taking a big, pretty big risk. 60%. So, so his YouTube, some of his YouTubes have, I mean, an average YouTube has 1 million viewers. Of his? Yeah. No, wait, man. It's way more than that. You think he has, he has a lot in that 1 million range. And then, you know, there's the 5 millions, the 10 millions, there's a couple twenties, but there's also some six and seven hundred thousands. Let me see while you're talking about, I would love to see. Yeah. 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 I would love to see if we can get an average there. So that's bonkers. Just how far his reach expands, but $100 million. I shared on my Instagram score, I tagged Scott and I was like, we're going to do this. Like I, I truly believe that we can provide the impact to be able to get to that point. Um, 
it's exciting. It, it really is an exciting time. We get fucking fired up to do these and bring these to you. Um, and you know, I, I think you guys find great benefit in the last podcast we did. We talked about how much can you get done by 11 a.m. You know why I chose 11 a.m. is because, again, studying all these uber successful people, 11 a.m. seems to be benchmark. 11 a.m. is a benchmark for elite athletes, for elite head coaches in sports, for elite businessmen, CEO, all this stuff. 11 a.m. If you get a fuck ton done by 11 a.m., you are going to be successful in your day. If 11 a.m. comes, you're like, oh, shit, man, I haven't fucking got anything done. Then your day has a very strong likelihood of being a complete bust because you're starting from behind already. Like you didn't even allow yourself to start ahead. You didn't even give yourself a goddamn chance. That 11 a.m. benchmark's huge. The three compliments. I know I, I called it out in the last podcast and I had a ton of you hit me up in my DMs. And dude, I really try to respond to every single one of you about the podcast. Holy fucking shit. But this thing's low key blown up. And I try to share every single thing. I try to respond to every single thing. If I miss your message, just dude, keep fucking sending it. Eventually I'll get to it. I promise. My I'm DMs so, are so less sorry. flooded. If you want a response, I'll respond. <laughs> if you want to respond, Scott, Scott, yeah, Scott I got will a, hit you. I got a number. Yeah. So this was a year ago. Okay. Someone tried to do the, their assumption of the math and they said that they assumed Joe gets about an average of 2 million views a day. Wow. But what? they they added up a bunch of other shit, and they said they can you can assume two to five million every day, uh, full podcast episodes a day, which would make him larger than any TV host. Dude, that's nuts! And funny fact, he was a TV host. That is <laughs> bonkers, dude. That's a lot. <laughs> I mean, we just cleared a big benchmark of like a thousand a day. Yeah, that's pretty good though. <laughs> hey, every single day, a thousand people listening to our then stuff. It's 10. And that's across all of our podcasts, like not Everything. just one directly, right? Yeah. Everything. So a thousand people a day are listening to our podcast. That's really, really, really fucking cool. Can you imagine the impact? Can yeah. you imagine the impact of two to five million? Dude. I don't we we're gonna find out. We'll let yep. y'all know. Yeah, we'll let y'all know. Stay and along for the yeah. ride, and it's gonna be dope as fuck because the OGs are gonna be like, I remember when y'all talked about this yeah. on episode thirty. On episode thirty. <laughs> remember when you were talking about a hundred, and now yeah. you're almost at two hundred and fifty. Hell yeah, hell yeah, motherfucker! I can't wait, baby. But all of this ties into today's podcast episode, which is is super wild that we saw that when we did because I want to talk about creating a movement. So many of you found me because you became enthralled by what the fuck's this team Haley thing that I see everywhere. Mm -hmm. You can block me on every social media channel you have and you're still going to see the team Haley hashtag yeah. because we're so widespread. In the past 12 months, we've had 14,000 hashtags on Instagram. Oh shit. That's bonkers. That's over a thousand thousand a month that is fucking crazy like this movement has been insane and most of you found me through that whether i've coached you or have not coached you or i currently coach you man if i haven't coached you i'm sorry that sucks if i'm and currently you. coaching you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's coming but thank you yeah uh no shade intended yeah but um 
the just allowing there to be an impact from the movement that started as Team Mahaley that's now turned into Iron Intellects, Hyperdrive, the Grower Die podcast, the gym, and everything else we have coming, I believe is really, really, really fucking cool. And let me tell you, Scott's heard me tell, say this a ton. I'm going to give you the number one item you need for marketing right now. You need to fucking believe in your vision, and that is all you need. If you believe in your vision, you won't fail. You will not fail. It is absolutely fail-proof and foolproof. But you know what the issue is? You know why so many people never get off the ground? Because they're bouncing around ideas so much back and forth on which direction should I fucking go? Rather than just picking the one that fucking feels right in their chest and fucking attacking it as hard as you can possibly attacking it and making that be your entire life and your being and everything that you're worth, you live, breathe, eat, die by this fucking vision that you have. Until you're there, you're not ready to create a movement. So if you're not willing to get there, the rest of this podcast isn't going to be for you. And most people don't have the fucking balls or the spine to actually do it because you know what happens along the way? A lot of bad shit happens. A lot of people start talking shit about you or they start dragging you through the mud. Understand this. If people are talking shit and dragging you through the mud, that just means you're known, baby. Those are fans, homie. They're spreading your fame. Are you kidding me? Welcome that shit. Sometimes on Twitter, I even fucking ignite the fire a little bit with them because Mm -hmm. then fucking 40 people are talking about me at all sudden i'm trending in austin texas remember the term all uh what was it all news is good news or no all, no 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 all publicity is all good publicity, publicity. Yep, yep. yeah if the last fucking presidential election didn't give you that For real much. so get in front of people yep. dude if you fucking say something someone disagrees with but you believe it to your core and you can fucking vouch for yourself and you have this in it belief that that is the right way that you are going to approach things fucking put it out there you know how many trainers come to me like man i'm just so scared to start posting content what is savannah was like this yeah what, what if someone comes I do this at me? now what if someone comes at me why but I, why i guess it's not for me it's less what if someone comes at me and more like i feel like i have no fucking time which reality yeah yeah <laughs> but i'm not really worried if somebody comes at me or anything yeah. but yeah i get what you're saying she was and, and she was worried about being embarrassed yeah and, and you get worried about why the fuck's it matter what the fuck's the matter? So there, there's so many fucking ways to climb the mountain. You think people only climb Mount Everest one way? Yeah. No, there's fucking thousands of way to get to the top of it. Just because you don't believe in training to failure doesn't mean that you can't post something on Instagram and me come fucking attack you. I don't give mm-hmm. a shit what your fucking training beliefs are. Now there's a ton of people who come attack me every single time. None of them are ever very fucking big or impressive, but there's a ton of fucking people who come attack me about anything. Training to failure, macro-based dieting, utilizing animals, anabolics any of these fucking things dude if you fucking believe in something if you have this fucking vision then put it out there you are never going to impact a single person if you just sit there with your fucking lips sealed and deleting every single thing that you go to post that could possibly touch and impact one person because all you need is a fucking spark i remember when i got my spark dude i was doing nothing I was training people in person at LA fitness. I was trying to get the fuck out. I was, I, I, I was like looking at the next steps. My fucking income wasn't growing. My client risks, my, my client roster was stuck around 25, 30 people. And, you know, people would sign up, but people would cancel. And I wasn't being a fucking shark. I was being a little fucking impala waiting on my meal to come to me. I wasn't going to get anything. And then, you know what, dude, one day I realized, damn, all these other trainers when they put their clients through sessions fucking suck. And I'm good. You know what I fucking did? 
I took all their kills. Mm-hmm. I took every single one of their kills. Like, dude, how'd you finish a training session in a gray shirt and you're not fucking wet? Yeah. That's not a training session. You didn't yeah. even get warmed up. Yeah. Dude, I stole every single one of their kills. I don't give a fuck. It's not about it's not about being a team. It's you gotta fucking eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta eat what you kill. Yeah. I took all their clients. I was up to 48 clients. I bounced on LA Fitness. I started my whole own thing. Mm-hmm. And it was nuts. And at that point, that's when I realized, damn, dude, other people think I'm good too. You know how I got, but I still wasn't posting anything on Instagram. Because every time I posted anything, all my old friend friends, they would all just come at me. No, oh, yeah, yeah, they were sure. all still stuck in the track world. Yep, and they all Justin's trying to be a fitness guy. Justin's trying to be like all fucking Steve Cook. Justin, yeah. well, motherfucker, what are you doing now? Because I crushed it. Yeah, man, actually, one of them followed me on Instagram the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. and I was like, ah, that would suck. Yeah, everyone's talking fucking shit, and I let it affect me. I let it hold me back. Dude, wait, wait, wait. you know what he, that guy's doing? When <laughs> all his homies like, yep. hey. Remember Justin? Yes. You remember he Justin? Is. He is. Me and him are homies. Yeah. He's like, we're tight. We were cool. <laughs> like, motherfucker, I pinched you against the motherfucking wall at my house during a party and smacked the shit uh, out of you. <laughs> yeah. We are cool, That's homie. What he's doing. Oh my God. <laughs> so don't fucking let that fear of, oh my God, like these people are gonna think something of me. Like, if you really fear what your close friends are gonna think about what you're posting and you fucking preaching a vision and a message, you need new fucking close friends. Yeah, Understand preach. if there's no one fucking around you who is supporting you and everyone around you is trying to hold you back, get the fuck out, dude. I would rather have zero fucking friends than unsupportive friends because unsupportive friends mean that you end up in the exact same place as them. Nameless with no fucking impact. You know, wouldn't be me. There's something unique about this. I've learned that you have to get comfortable being a little lonely. Uh I think you've talked about a little bit before, Uh um, but become comfortable in being lonely. Yeah. In being in, like you're saying, not being afraid to let some people go. Yeah. Because, I did that. Yeah. And you came around. Yeah. You let, you let some people go. I came around. Yeah. 100%. You know, and we, we kind of build each other up in that aspect yeah. with different expertise and different things. The people who are supposed to be around you will come around you. They'll find you. But you have to let the others go. Yep. Or else you're going to like you. Let's say you have a cap limit on friends. You're allowed 10 friends. 10 friends. Yeah. 10 good friends. If you don't let number two go. Yep. You're never going to get a better number two. 100%. Everything that is supposed to find you is going to find you. I truly believe that. But guess what's not going to fucking happen? It's not going to find you if you're still holding on to the past. It's not going to find you if you're still holding on to unsupportive friends. If I was still holding on to my fucking past life and Scott came along, well, we never would have been fucking introduced. We never would have fucking known each other. It never would have fucking worked out. If I was still holding on to people who brought me down then no one ever could have lifted me up. And you need to fucking understand that too. And I understand what Scott's saying. Scott's just not, he's not just talking about physically lonely. He's talking about, damn man, like you're sitting here, it's Friday night and nobody hits you up because you don't have any fucking friends. Yeah. Because you just got rid of all the friends who made fun of you when you talked about your dreams. Or they're still talking shit about yeah. you and you're just trying to do your own thing and avoid it. 100%. Maybe you, maybe you don't want to let them go yet. Yeah. But they're texting you like, Hey, they're trying to tempt you. Come out to the bar. Yeah. Have one drink. Come on, dude. Come on. You Same with your f- fucking uh, shows. Yep. You can have one drink. Come on. Yeah. You're telling me your coach can't let you have a 
sweet potato fries a sweet potato bro 100%. that kind of shit yep 100 no and until you fucking get rid of them the good and what's supposed to replace them to level you up is not going to find you great leaders sell a fucking vision when's the last time you saw me sell a product on instagram you don't see it even when I make my revive sponsored posts, I don't sell the product. Yeah. I educate about the product. I make you laugh and I yep. leave you with something. Yep. I never say, go buy this. I let you make the decision. I'm not going to lead you the wrong way. Do you even plug the Mahaley 20 code no. that often in there? No. I don't think you do. No. And I have the second highest code in the company. <laughs> <laughs> Great leaders sell a vision. They don't sell a product. You're too fucking focused on why my coaching services are better. No, they're not. They're not fucking better than mine. I can promise you that. So now you're selling something that's not even fucking real. No, sell your fucking vision. What do you see? Where are you going? Where are you taking your clients? Where are y'all going together? When someone signs up with you, you're starting on a journey. Where's that journey lead to? Do you have any idea? We need to be able to figure that out. You're not selling a product. This fitness coaching thing has been around a long time. If you think your product's better than anybody else's, it's not. You're not special. It's the same. You're not special. I would say there's three or four people who have an actually different product in this whole fucking industry. Everyone else is the exact same product. So when you get done focusing on your product that you're not fucking selling and you start selling a vision, you know who fucking kills this? Mm. You know who fucking kills this? Jordan Duggar. Yeah, they sell, really they good sell high level coaching. Yeah, it's big ticket offering, mm -hmm. big ticket offering. Number one, it's fucking worth it. Number two, what does he post on his Instagram? What's he post all over his story? He's posting these people they're helping turn it out big numbers. Oh, turn yeah. out 10, 10k days. Yeah, turn out 10k. Weeks. Mike, Mike does that shit with his Mike, new Mike, uh, Facebook. Mike Krausen, too. Yeah, Mike Krausen kills it. Jason Phillips kills it. These yeah. guys fucking crush it. Yeah, they're never selling a product. Hey, you want to come fucking be with us? Come on, be with us. Swipe up. Let me know. I'll shoot you a fucking DM with the info. They're not ever over here taking you to a fucking landing page where you check out. Dude, here's what they're, here's what they're not doing. They're not saying, hey, I can make you $100,000. Yeah, no. I can make you $200,000. They might say that once in a while, but after yep. a few layers, yeah. they're just going to show you, like you're saying, yep. they're going to show you what's happening, yep. and they're going to wait for you to bite Yep. because it might speak to you at one time. 100%. And they're not going to push you. And then when you start that relationship with them, they're going to say, are you... Are you into this? Yeah. What questions do you have? They're going to be open and honest with you about it. Brutally open and honest. Yeah. I've seen Jordan and Aaron turn people away that, that were ready to pay them cash. Really? And they're like, you're not, you're not ready. You're not built for because this they're shit. looking for the mission and the mindset, yeah. not for the money. Yeah. It's the exact same thing as me. If I hop on the phone with a client dude, and I'm like, yeah. Oh dude, you're just not fucking there. It's way different. You know, my price offer is, you know, sure. a thousand. They're talking, you know, I found it dollars. super cool and super interesting when I first understood why, when you would turn people down yeah. and you would say, I'm sorry, this isn't a good fit. It's not going to work out. Yeah. Because I'm selling a fucking vision. I'm not selling a product. My vision is we're going to be at the top of the fucking game. Yep. The only way we get there is if every single soldier is on the exact same fucking mission and they all want Team Mahaley to be the fucking top. That's why we got there. Because everyone was like, dude, this shit's different. I've had other coaches in the past. I came here and this shit's fucking different. More people need to know about this, so I'm going to blow you up too. I'm going to do my part too. That's how Team Mahaley grew. Team Mahaley grew. I I, I wasn't just blessed with a following. Mm -hmm. I've My following has matriculated in over the last yeah, you've six and a half years. You've struggled. I've struggled with, that. with 
with it to yeah. get it up there because I don't post, I don't post clickbait. Mm-hmm. I don't post these super fucking sexy pics. Although my selfie yesterday dominated. Did it? Yeah, dude. Fucking 26,000 reach. There you go. Yeah. I was like 160 saves. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck y'all saving my mirror selfie for, but dude, honestly, whatever. <laughs> I don't yeah. fucking judge fam, but I don't post sexual. No, I post relevant fucking information and I post shit that goes against the grain mm-hmm. and I post what's fucking real. I'm not some genetically gifted fucking freak that just, oh man, I have a half a million followers. No, I've worked my ass off for this. Yeah. But Team Mahaley's the biggest fucking team in the industry. How the fuck did that happen? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how that happened. Because number one, my vision is to be the absolute goddamn best team there is, period. Period. We offer more, we get more out, and we put way more in than anybody else. I believe we're already there. So now if someone comes on board, they reach out because they saw these wild fucking results, or they saw someone just completely change their life because they were coaching with Team Haley. So they reach out and they become part of the family and they realize right away. And again, if you're a client, if you're a current client listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You're sitting there shaking your head, you realize right away, oh, this shit be hitting different. And they're already fucking sold. Mm-hmm. We get on the we're we're going to educate you. We're going to educate you. We're going to take you to that next level. We're going to give you the fucking time. We are going to fucking invest into you more than you invested into us. Every single one of my coaches, including me on my staff, undercharges for the value that we give back 1000%. But we can only fucking charge so much when we're waiting on the rest of the industry to catch up with us. We are giving everything we can. It is our heart. It is our soul. It is our fucking breath. And until you get to that point, then you're not going to, you're not going to sell. You will not sell until you get to that point. Can't, can you live without your vision being achieved? I can't, I truly cannot. I truly believe I would die if my vision was just crumbled apart tomorrow. I cannot breathe without that shit. I remember I asked you a unique question. I think it was two days ago. Yeah. We were talking about priorities. Yeah. Because hyperdrive is supposed to open soon. Yeah. And so I asked you, you know, if you could list priorities, my yeah. guess would be hyperdrive because we're pushing, we're trying to get it open. Yeah. Then Team Mahaley, then Iron Intellects, then yeah. Grow or Die. And you said, no, Team Mahaley is always number one. Always. Always will be. We could get a $100 million podcast contract tomorrow, and I swear to God, Team Mahaley would still be number one. I that is my it. pride. That is my joy. That is my everything. Yeah. And we pour it all into that. Like we pour it all, dude. I stay up at night just thinking about that fucking logo. Like, how can we make this thing better? <laughs> like everything. Well, we once do. this gift gets approved, we'll have it. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> if you don't believe your dream, you have nothing to sell. Again, we're not selling products. We're selling this dream. We're selling this vision. I'm able to look at you. And I'm going to look at you and I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen here. I'm going to be brutally honest. I was just on a phone consultation right before this. Scott, yeah. I think Scott, you were in here during yep. it. Yep. And this dude was supposed to be like 14 weeks out. And I was like, yeah, you're signed up with me. We're about 60 weeks out here, boss. And or I, I, I said, you might hang up on me, but we're going to be about 60 weeks out here. Yeah. Because I looked at the pictures and I saw what could happen here. Yeah. And I saw where we could go. Mm-hmm. And the former coach told him, yeah, man, you know, we can get ready by this date. No, and no, he was not going to be ready by that date. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with him. But he wants to win. He's on the phone. He's like, dude, I want to walk around looking like a freak. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to lose. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go to a show and lose. He was going to. If he competed when he was supposed to, he I mean, was 16 going to, to 60 is quite a bit. Of <laughs> big fucking difference. It's a big fucking difference. I saw him. I believed in my abilities to get him 
to the place that I envision him going, which is the dream. And I believe in that he is reaching out to me because he's ready to put that work in to go to that place. Every single client who I bring on, I believe in my dream for them. I believe in where I see them going and I believe in what the final product will look like. I believe that, again, Team Haley, Iron Intellects, Hyperdrive, Grow or Die podcast, I believe all these are going to be the absolute best in, in, in their niche of the industry. I believe in that to my very core. If you came to me and told me, hey, man, just so you know, like, it's not going to be the best. I would not believe you. Yeah. You have all the data in the world saying that we've it's not talked be about the best, this and I just wouldn't believe it. We've talked about this where you undoubtedly just but psych like yeah, psychotically believe yourself psychotically like I mean, absolutely if you don't do that who's gonna do like it for Steven you and i've never once we've never once had a conversation about the other side yeah like what if this doesn't not, work you know why because it's not real no I, I just i think that's so fucking foreign yeah and until you get to that level of belief with yourself you do not believe your dream so many of you right now are tiptoeing into the water of man i really want to start this venture mm-hmm. i really want to make this i want i want to put this out there i want this to be manifested for me and i'm the only thing that can manifest it but the only reason you haven't is because you do not have the belief that that you won't fail. You are thinking about failure. Mm-hmm. You're having talks with your partner about, man, what if this does, what if this backfires, man, like 30 K is a huge investment. Like we just don't have a lot. If this doesn't make it, you're fucking having these thoughts and that's why you're failing. That's why no one knows who you are yet mm-hmm. until you just fucking put it all out there, dude. I mean, Scott knows this. This is super fucking ballsy. I emptied my complete bank account for that gym. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Every single thing to outfit that gym the exact way I yeah. wanted it to. And, you know, we're still waiting on a bunch of shit. I can, and, you know, I, the thing that I'm working on right now. Yeah. I dropped $5,000 into that. Yeah. yeah. And that was the biggest thing I've dropped for a while. Yeah. And I got a little nervous about it. Yeah. 100%. But I was like, you know what? If it, I can't, it's not going to go anywhere if I don't do this. No, but you just start thinking, oh, fuck, when am I going to make this back? <laughs> yeah. That's I was what like, I do. damn, I can make this back in two well, months. I did the math really and I was like, off. oh, shit, I got to sell. T- a hundred of these yeah. make a shitload of money. That's okay. it. All right. Well, let's fucking go. Yeah. And too many of you aren't setting yourself up for that. Now. Yeah. It's not just as easy as, all right, I'm going to start posting about it and it's going to work. Yeah, no, no. You, like you have to put the fucking groundwork in. Yeah. I have made podcasts on this. We talked about being your own business coach. Mm-hmm. And so I would go listen to that. You have to be able to put the groundwork in, surround yourself with really good people who are smarter than you and who their strengths are your weaknesses. But if you don't believe your dream, you have nothing to sell. Listen to me on this one. This one's really really, really, really impactful. Um, back, uh, let's see about nine years ago. Um, you guys all know I'm a huge Ohio state fan. They made, you know, uh, one of the most impactful hires in sports history. When they brought in urban Meyer, he was retired. He was from Florida, two national championships, undefeated season out in you. I mean, the, the, the dude was just unbelievable. He lives and dies. He, he bleeds Scarlet and grain. They brought him in and Ohio state was coming off the worst season they've had in a really long time, six and seven, uh, which Ohio state doesn't go six and seven. You know, they had all these suspension, all these really, really, really bad things happen to them. They brought in urban Meyer and urban Meyer on day one stands in front of the team. I've had a lot of friends pay, play for Urban Meyer. They said he was a son of a bitch to play for hmm. I fucking bet. That's all I want to be. I want to be a son of a bitch to play for. Yeah. And he stood in front of the team and he said he he finished the practice about 40 minutes in. Mm-hmm. And he was just he was just, you know, taking him through the drills under. He said, right now I'm around a bunch of average. And he said, to hell with that. To hell with that. You came to Ohio State 
not to be average. You came to Ohio State to be special. Mm-hmm. He looked at the leaders in the eyes. Dude, I'll never forget it. I mean, he set the fucking tone. He said, right now, I don't want to be around average. If you're going to give me any more average, you're going to be off this team. You're done. I want you to leave right now. I want you to look inside yourself, see if there's anything but average you can give me. And if there's not, you're. I want you to leave. I want you to go because I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do right now. We're like the practice is done. We're going to come back tomorrow and I'm going to find special in every single one of you. And how cool is that going to be? How cool is it going to be to call home to your parents and tell them I found special today? I found out that I'm special today Mm -hmm. and I'm going to find the special in each and every one of you and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. They went fucking 12 and 0. They went undefeated. They won every single fucking game that year. Mm -hmm. In the first practice, he told them all their average and he's going to find special and he ran the second undefeated season in Ohio State history. Damn. If that shit doesn't fucking hit, you just don't understand. If that doesn't fucking hit, you're not. They went from six and seven to 12 and no because this wild dude who has this insane fucking belief in himself told them all they're being average and he's going to find special. Mm -hmm. They played a harder schedule than they did the year before and they went fucking undefeated because everyone gave him special. And, you know, I believe that's why my clients are so special. I post these transformation pictures and it's like, dude, they look like an average motherfucker then. But now what the fuck is that? Yeah, like they look absolutely bonkers because I'm absolutely fucking bonkers and my belief in them is absolutely bonkers. And they start feeling this. And most people have never felt belief. Mm-hmm. People feel belief and they're like, oh, my God, dude, wait, like. I can't actually do something. Most people yeah. have just been told where they lack. Yeah. And I'm going to come in and I'm going to tell you where I'm going I'm to fix your weaknesses, but I'm going to tell you where you're strong at. Yeah. And we're going to attack those so hard. And that's something I learned from Urban Meyer. Six and seven to 12 and no, he told every single one of those grown men that they're being average and they all found special. And every single one of you listening to this, look, you're born with all the tools you need. If you haven't made it yet, you're looking around like, well, you know, like Justin has a, you know, this deep raspy voice and, you know, he's really ambitious and, you know, he's got all these muscles and, you know, if I had that, I could, you know, I could sell too. No, you have every fucking tool you need. You were born with it. You were born with it. If you're 30 years old, you were born with it 30 fucking years ago. You just haven't let it come to the surface yet. You're the only thing holding yourself back and keeping yourself in that average mentality. What happens if we tap in there? We find something special. What happens if you go against the grain and you fucking put yourself out there and you realize, oh my God, like I've had it this whole time. Mm-hmm. And now we get to capitalize and attack this. How fucking cool would that be? You know be? what's cool? And one of the main reasons I like, I love this podcast is because until being around you enough, Mm -hmm. it took a while. Mm -hmm. I didn't really adopt that whether I'm not, I'm not, I'm definitely not as like outlandish as you, Mm -hmm. you know, or like loud. And I say loud, it means like you voice your opinion, not loud. Like you're a, I don't hold it bro. (laughs) Not like that. I am a douche gym bro too. (laughs) But, um, I had never really, I've always, I always felt it, but I never really executed on being you know that belief you're talking about and the reason i like this podcast so much is i think it's allowing people to get a taste of it 100 a significant taste i agree yeah i think we make people look inside yeah i really do think we make people pull that fucking pull that curtain back and just see what's on the other side mm-hmm. like i really do believe that this podcast has an extremely impactful um meaning to folks mm-hmm. I hope it does. I'm not sitting here fucking talking about, dude, I got client responses I could get to. I got fucking inquiry emails I could get back to. Yeah. I'm not making this shit be just to hear myself talk. Yeah. 
I truly believe I remember why we started this. We started this because every time I made a fucking social media post, I was like, I just, it's just not doing it for me. It's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. Like there's so much more I have to say. Yeah. That's why we started this podcast. So it's up to you guys to put this into action. Let's send this one. When I say seven figure businesses, most of you just think like, man, they're selling a lot of product. Mm -hmm. Like they're moving a lot of, you know, a lot of product. Seven figures is, Wow, that's just so much. Eight figures, nine figures, you know, all the way up. Jeff Bezos's company, all they do is they fulfill product. But Jeff Bezos had a vision that everyone in America, no matter where you are, everyone in the world, mm-hmm. sorry, mm-hmm. everyone in the world, no matter where you are, can get whatever you want in two days. That was Jeff Bezos's vision. It was mm-hmm. never, oh man, you know, let's become a trillionaire by uh, having huge warehouses that have everything in them, and then we just send it out. Yeah, like that is a empty. Fu- Dude, when most y- y'all come to me with goals, most y'all's goals are literally that. Yeah, man, I just want to have warehouses full of shit, and people can order it, and then we send it out and deliver it. That is literally not how Amazon worked. Amazon worked because Jeff Bezos realized, fuck, we have a huge problem. Mm-hmm. We have a monster problem. We have a lot of people who need things that don't have means or accessibility to be able to get the things that they need. But I can fix this. Mm-hmm. I know I can fix this. That's literally, that's exactly what he did. It started yeah. as an education problem. Yeah. It started as we don't have enough people that have access to fucking read. Yeah. Oh, because of the it. books. Yeah, yeah. totally. Because the books. Fun fact, my mom's actually used Am- was using Amazon when they were just a book company. Really? Not bonkers. That's that's cool. And he wanted to fix that. He yeah. wanted to be a you know instant he library. He was a glorified librarian. He literally was a glorified <laughs> and now librarian. He's the richest person in the world. In, in the world. And someone that's gonna be really hard for anyone else to top. Yeah. How Jeff Bezos is giving the accessibility. For anyone, any anywhere in the world to have whatever they need within two days. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to stop until that mission is accomplished. Mm-hmm. So if y'all mad at him for being a trillionaire, don't be pissed when he's a 10 trillionaire because it's happening. Like it's it's coming. It's coming within a couple yeah, fucking why, years. Why would he stop? Yeah. Everyone's mad about it. And then they're like, oh, I need something. Let me pull well, up you, this Amazon you, app. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you have that psychotic vision. Exactly. Why would you're never going to stop? He you're believes, not going to want to stop. He believes to the most remote places in the world. He can get shit there in two days. Yeah. Before you I know, mean, we're going to have drones bonkers. flying to our houses. They're already testing it. It's already happening overseas. Elon's another good example. Elon's another good example. He believes that everyone should have the capability to achieve number one, extremely efficient lives. Mm-hmm. And number two, complete usage of their brains. Mm-hmm. That's that's bonkers. Yeah. How, I mean, how does one man. Or per, it doesn't matter. As yeah. Man. Think that they can do that. That's insane. Yeah. Like that vision. My vision is absolutely wild. If you guys were able to tap into my mind for one minute, you'd come out and be like, dude, you're fucking wild. <laughs> they are so far on a different. I can't yeah. even relate. Yeah. I, I, I truly cannot even relate. Seven figure businesses don't sell product. They sell fucking quality and they're selling quality based off of a huge vision they have. Team Haley went from six to seven figures by never, never once go back. Look at everything we've done. We've never pushed product until we had iron influx and hyperdrive. We've never even done ads. 
I don't, no. even, I don't We didn't even fucking know anything about ads. Like Scott and Stephen were talking about them, and I was just like, "Sure, like let's do them." Like no I email so. campaigns, no email no, campaigns, no, literally we, nothing. We didn't have an email list. You had an we Instagram had account. <laughs> we had an Instagram account. We fucking educated people on yeah. it. Like unbelievable. Every single day, we post consistently, consistent uh, education and transformations and things that impact you. Yeah. That's all we did. We just fucking impacted you. We're not focused on the next sign up. We don't care about when the next sign up comes. We can go four days without an inquiry and none of us are worried about it because everything's going to be okay because we know that the impact we're leaving on you, you put your phone down and get off Instagram and you remember, fuck man, Justin said that like I'm applying it. You're actively applying it throughout your day. You're actively taking out the toilet paper roll that's that's been used and replacing it with a fresh one because it's a 0.1% variable that you're actively making your bed because Mm -hmm. it's a 0.1% variable and like where the impacts come from I'm not like taking credit for these fucking ideas I'm saying a lot of you have changed your life based around that ideology Mm -hmm. I don't need you to be my fucking client I just wanted to have some impact on you I just wanted to make your life better well that's kind of what this is yeah and what Instagram is is if you can't afford to be a client or if you're someone else's client you still want to impact you still people. have access. You still have access to yeah. the mindset. If I never make a dollar off you, but I get one minute of your time, I have to be able to impact you. Yeah. I have to be able to change your life. Successful businesses. Look at any fucking movement. This isn't even just a business. Look at any movement going on. And what do they have? They have a cult like following. And there's such a negative connotation around this. Mm-hmm. All of, cult is the root word of culture. Culture is something people buy into and believe and apply to themselves because it's a mission that they feel like fits their narrative of life. Look what Team Mahaley is. Mm -hmm. We have people that aren't even on the team that have never been on the team who go bongers over Team Mahaley. Oh, yeah. Who support the shell of us. That's exactly what this podcast is. We have a thousand listeners a day. That's 30K a month. That's a cult-like following. Yeah. Our, our listeners share this. They rate it. They're t- they tell their friends about it because yeah. they feel like what we're talking about impacts them and fits their life narrative. And these other people need this impact as well. That's a cult-like following. Look at fucking Starbucks. They have this green weird logo that's just yeah. like a picture of like a queen, I think. I don't know. Maybe. And that's all, that's all their marketing is. It's a white cup with this green logo. That you can pick up anywhere in the world. Same with McDonald's. Yeah. And they have these cult like followings of well, Starbucks has the best coffee. Starbucks does not come close to actually having the I'll best say, coffee. If you compare it to good coffee, it's trash. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a coffee connoisseur whatsoever. But Starbucks has created this movement of everyone well, has access to coffee. Yeah, that's what it is right there. Yeah. Access everywhere. Everyone has access. Yeah. If you're a homeless person, you can go and you can get coffee. If you've got your wallet at home, you can go and you can get mm, coffee. Shit, for a little while, you could use the bathroom and do heroin in it. You could. You could. <laughs> they were letting anyone and everyone, like, it was welcoming you into their home. Now they have gone back on that yeah, a little that bit because a there were a move. lot of fucking problems in there. Yeah. You can't just let anyone everyone use your bathroom. <laughs> but look at Starbucks and what they do. Look at McDonald's and what they do. Starbucks does on a way different level than McDonald's. Starbucks literally, like they're gonna take the shirt off their back to give to you. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful. And you know what I appreciate about Starbucks? I don't agree with a lot of I, I do agree with a lot of their political views. I don't agree with a lot of their political views. Okay. But dude, what I love about Starbucks is they put it out there. 
No, yeah, well, they're not afraid. They're not fucking afraid. They'll do whatever they want. Man, if you're operating your business with fear that someone's going to dislike you because something you said, then you're, dude. You're going to fail. You're going to fail. Plain and simple. You're absolutely You might have fail. some success, but eventually I, you're going to fail. I don't believe that. See, most of these corporate heads are yeah. unbelievably intelligent people. Well. I, I. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Some of them are not. Some. But they all have huge impact. Definitely, definitely. And they've all made it to the place they are for a reason. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything wrong with putting your political beliefs out there. Dude, you know, no, I, I would agree. One of the things I noticed in the airplane world, and I, again, I think I've talked about this before, is that belief system, especially in the oil guys, mm-hmm. the oil tycoons out in West Texas, yeah. and I'm sure across the rest of the country, even over in the Middle East, they're just, they're kind of nuts. Yeah, they are. But they believe in what they do. They, they love what to, they do. Yeah. They know what they do is the right way to do it. Yeah. And they just, they're, if you're not in the, if you're not in it, get out of my way. Absolutely. And I think like, I think that mentality just has so much fucking power. Mm-hmm. It's the ability impact over everything. Nothing matters. Only your fucking impact matters. How far can you reach? How many people can you feel make a certain type of way that's empowering to them? And how many fucking people that go against your message can you kick out of the way? Mm-hmm impact over everything if you believe in yourself then people who are against your message you don't believe in them and they don't believe in you and those people will at some point try to dull your shine they absolutely will mm-hmm. how many of them can you fucking remove i mean holy fucking shit look at how many i've kicked out i've kicked out <laughs> I, I i've removed people from the coaching industry as a whole they're still fucking say, insurance if you had yeah if you cared about what people think you might be at a hundred thousand followers by now <laughs> right, right man if i did shit the right way i probably would be <laughs> impact over everything every single time i post i have one rule every time i post yep. you have to leave my fucking post feeling something if you read my instagram post if you come to my podcast if you see a tweet you have to leave that feeling something i don't want you just reading it and being like oh that's cool double tap i don't want any of that shit i want you reading it feeling something applying it to your life i truly feel like i can believe that i can impact every single one of you guys i want to be able to impact every single one of you guys why don't you start operating your life that way find that fucking belief in yourself what do you stand for what is your vision Find it, solidify it, attack it, and impact through your vision. You know what happens when you impact through your vision? You have a whole bunch of other people who have the same belief system as you and who want the exact same things that you want, and you all kind of congregate together. Now, what the fuck have you built? You've literally built a cult. Now you have an entire movement. But it starts with the belief in your vision. You have to be preaching something that you wholeheartedly believe in that you cannot live without. You have to be able to put your fucking neck out there and impact other people through this belief system, through this vision that you have that is just fucking insane that you cannot live without. But I keep saying that because if you can live without it, if you can live without the dream, then it doesn't mean anything to you. If you can live without the work that it's going to take, if if you can't give up the sacrifice, it means nothing to you. It is truly life or death. I truly, truly, truly believe that you want to create a movement. It has to be life or death. It has to be your all. There is not a backup plan. What the fuck's a backup plan for? If you have a backup plan, then you're already preparing to fail. Don't there's no plan B's or C's or D's. No, there's pivot points until it fucking works. If something fails, you pivot. If something works, you keep going. It's really that simple. Eventually you find your way, but too many, you get lost in the woods. Then you're like, man, wait, do I actually believe this? 
do I actually think this way? Like, man, I just, I don't think this is going to work. And that's why you fucking never make it. That's why nothing ever happens. Look, no one ever, ever, ever remembers a person who played it safe and who, who allowed themselves to be small. You only get remembered by putting your neck out there. Wherever there's a movement, there's a leader who lives, breathes, and dies by it. Your belief has to be unreal. It has to be so next level that there's not a single person who can walk up to, to my door right now and, and shake my belief. Shake my beliefs on training, on, on drugs, on nutrition, on, on Team Haley, on Iron Intellects, Hyperdrive. No one can. The belief is so fucking dense. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm not constantly learning and evolving. These are completely different environments. This is a belief that what I'm putting out and what I'm doing is right. I need you to find that for yourself because your true impact as a person is never going to be realized without it. You were put here to be great. You were born with every fucking tool you need to create a movement, to do something, to get off your ass, to get out of the average and make people fucking feel something. You were put here to impact. You have every single tool you need to impact. You're listening to this podcast right now. You have everything you need to be able to impact. You get off this podcast, go make that fucking post. Go do that thing that you've been putting off because you're fucking scared. There's no time for that. Scared money don't make money. <laughs> scared emotions never grow. They never do. You can't just tiptoe through life. I mean, I really hope I make it. Remember in that podcast, that's the last podcast or two podcasts ago. I talk about the people playing it safe and like all the bulls are charging by and like they're just like hiding in the corner, mm -hmm. never moving. Mm -hmm. Like that's all this is. Like you were put here to be great in impacts, but dude, you're fucking, you're caught up in the dust of the bulls, terrified to move because you don't want to get hit by the next round. You don't know when it's coming, dude. Fucking go out there and just fucking run. Yeah. Like go fucking see what you can come up with. There's something you can come up with. But my man, it's fucking draining when you're around people who aren't just living it out, man. Mm -hmm. When you're around people, just not trying. The mind does really cool things under pressure. Does. Yeah, it does. Man, I was uh, I was listening to a cool podcast earlier. Today. I told mm -hmm. you I was listening to that Phil Mickelson podcast. Yep. I love pressure. Yeah, dude. I, I like I always wanted to like I was the one taking the last shot. Mm -hmm. I was the one with the ball. In you my were the hands. one with the ball in your hands. Game six Absolutely. winning shot. It's done. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a ISIS bitch right yep. now. We're going to go celebrate boys. Yep. Dude. I was the one that I was always the anchor in track. Okay. It, the, the last show was always me. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I left the last impression and I was listening to Phil Mickelson and he said in his podcast, he, we were talking about a uh, putt in 2004 to ice the masters mm -hmm. to win this whole masters and what he was saying about before that. And, you know, for those of you who don't know the, the masters, in my opinion, the masters is that's the, that's the peak. I mean, that's the super bowl of golf uh, of oh, the yeah. PGA of tour. Course. Yeah. 100%. If, if you win the masters, you get this green jacket and everyone knows what that green jacket is. Yep. You don't even need to know sports to know that green jacket. And Phil Mickelson has this putt and he's done this putt millions of times. Um, he obsessed over the sport of golf every day. He'd make a hundred straight putts. Really? Did you know that? Mm -mm. There's another cool story. That's kind of an off story from this. And I want to, I, I want to share it because this is between someone who's successful and not successful. He had a, a rook on the PJ tour come to him and he's like, man, like, you know, what's it take? And Phil's like, you know what? Um, he had to hit a hundred straight drives, a hundred straight chips and a hundred straight putts. You had to hit them all perfectly. None of them. Where Nothing wonky over. hat where you start over at yep. zero. Yep. 
and Phil does that every single day. Did yeah. that every single day. Yeah. Um, so he, he saw this rookie, you know, about uh, three weeks later. It only been three weeks. Mm-hmm. Maybe he said two weeks. It was two or three weeks. And he asked how it was going. He's like, yeah, you, know, you know, man, I kept getting to 50, but I never got past that. You know, Phil said he's like, he was retired by the end of the year. He said he was retired by the end of the year. Not that he retired. Yeah. That dude. Yeah. Because he wasn't willing to do what it took to make those hunters straight. He was mm-hmm. not willing to take the time and be insane enough to keep fucking chipping away. Yeah. 100 straight times. And he was out. He was mm-hmm. done. But Phil Mixon was talking about what it, what he felt and what he was thinking before that putt to ice the 2004 Masters. You can't have more pressure on you than this. And he said, the only thing I could think about, like I, he, I wasn't thinking about the Masters. The only thing I was thinking about is how it should feel. Mm-hmm. And if it feels like this, it's going to go in. Mm-hmm. That's what I relate to that. Because he's made that putt a hundred times. He's made that putt mil- millions of yeah, times. This, at that it's point, probably, yeah. Millions of millions. He knows how it should feel. Yeah. When it, you know, when it, when I played basketball, it was pretty, pretty fun good. Yeah. When I played basketball, I knew how it should feel. Yeah. I had that ball in my hands. It was for the last shot. I know wherever this shot, dict- it's dictated. There's kind of a different feel. The, the shot always feels the same, but your scenery is always different. That and you'd, you'd like visualize. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd visualize the entire thing. You know exactly how your shoulder should feel, elbow, your wrist, mm-hmm. your fingers, how the ball should feel coming out of your hands. When I played golf, that's what we yeah. did. So and my dad all and you did. have to do is make that happen. Yeah. That's the only thing. Your only job is making that happen. Yeah. Elite athletes don't feel pressure. It's that moment when you say, got it. Yeah, it's done. As soon as you get through it, like in yeah. your head, you got it. It's done before it's over. Yep. And, you know, hearing Phil talk about that was really impactful because it's the exact same thing as being a business owner, mm-hmm. being a CEO of a large company. You know how it feels. Even you on the know stage. How it feels. It, uh, on, in, in the bodybuilding stage. Yeah. 100%. And, you know, there's great power in visual, visualization because you're only going to think about how it should be perfect because you know how it should be perfect. Mm-hmm. If you can just visualize that over and over and over and over again, there was actually a study done about 25 years ago, 25, uh, 25 years ago, there was a study done and it was free throw shooting. Mm. And for three weeks, these, uh, I think 15 people each, uh, 15, so 30 total, 15 people practice free throws every day. Mm -hmm. The other 15 visualized making Mm. free throws every single day. Okay. And then they had a free, th- but they did not shoot a physical ball. You just, they just pretended. Yeah. They just pretended it and yeah. visualized it. Then after the, the trial of that was done, they went into the next where they actually had a free throw competition. Mm-hmm. The people visualizing made more improvements than the people who were actually shooting. Interesting. Because when you visualize, it's all perfect. Yeah. Everything's always perfect. So whenever your golf swings off, your basketball shots off, your football throws off, any of those things, whenever your CEO minds off, mm-hmm. whenever, whenever posing. you're training, your posing mind is off, don't do it more, do it less, but visualize more. Yeah. You're almost taking into consideration, I mean, you're triggering more thoughts. You are. You are. And you're triggering more ideas. But your, your sensory head. is going to be perfect. Yeah, that's what I mean. Every, like, single, every single time thing. it's going to be you, like because you can't in the moment you're up. distracted. You are. Yeah. But you, you can't fuck up in your mind. Your mind yeah. only remembers how to make it perfect. You're yeah. only going to bring back and visualize how to make it perfect. Yeah. And you you just perfect over and over and over again. And that's what that's what you have to practice. Dude. We obsess over this. We think about this shit all the fucking time. And it's only perfect execution. Can of you imagine? Place. 
I mean, the equivalent would probably probably be a field goal kick yeah. to win the game, a free throw shot to win the game. But man, <clears throat> have you ever been to a golf a pro golf game? Pro, I have a golf match. I have. So you know when they, the memorial is, really? is in Dublin. That's okay. in Ohio. That's yeah, yeah, where yeah. Uh, that, that's where Jordan lives. Yeah. So that the moment where they take the putt. Yeah. That pressure is so yep. high. Yep. I don't. I have no comparison because I would not. I mean, I haven't been yeah. to enough pro other pro sports games. But damn, that's some. That's I'm some pressure. Sure. I'm not sure how much pressure the elite athletes feel. Well, I yeah. Really so think, like I the think they the audience focus on Phil's on yeah. like Phil's approach. The audience, you can feel the tension. You can, and you assume you know what he's thinking. So I wonder how that. I wonder because I know for a fact that the crowd has way more tension than that elite athlete. Sure. That elite well, athlete trained is in for that this moment. moment. Yeah. This is why you pick up a fucking yeah. golf club. And we're watching it. We just want that exciting moment. We just want we're that exciting that. moment. <clears throat> and all you have to do now, you know, I will say like, I, I, I think there are definitely times, but we oftentimes see it more in people who it's their first time on that stage. Yeah. It's their first time they've ever had to sink a putt to win it. Yeah we see them choke a lot more calmly than the people who've been around for a while because it's probably the first time they've ever felt that tension. I have, I had just had a good thought. Yeah. And I think this is a great mindset. I'm going to adopt this myself. Yeah. What I just said was the people watching the audience watching, it could be your golf game, your posing, your Instagram account, your YouTube videos, whatever. They want that exciting moment. Yep. They want to see that game six winner shot. They do. So all you got to think I'm going to give him the shot. I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. That's a great thing. I you, want, you want, you came yeah. for the motherfucking show. Yeah, then you're, I'm ready. I'm going like, to bring you the I show. I just think about it when you were on stage at the Ohio. Yeah. And you, I, you could kind of see your confidence yeah. walking out and it yeah. almost looked like it's time to put on a show. Yeah. Well, I, I walked out and I was like, I know y'all motherfuckers here. Yeah. I know. I know. Every that would be a you great showed up to today. Use. Yeah, you showed up to support your fucking friend or your daughter. No, y'all showed up to see the super heavyweight winner. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and you're it's gonna my put time on to a dance. Show. Yeah, and that's what I did. Yeah. I put on a motherfucking show. Dude, <laughs> that's probably the mindset I would try to achieve, to try to find and yep. achieve yep. in a moment like that. One hundred percent, but it applies everywhere. Yep. It's like we started a new business venture. It's like, oh man, y'all already see what Team Mahaley does yeah. next. I'm gonna show you what Team Mahaley yeah. is gonna do next. Yep. <laughs> Yep. I mean, this podcast is a perfect example. Hyperdrive it, is a great example. It is. It is. And everything's succeeding at a high level. It has nothing to do. I mean, dude, my Instagram following is not that fucking big. Yeah. My message is big, bold, strong. My belief is big, bold, strong. And people think they have to have this monster Instagram following to make anything happen. Yeah. Dude, you can take my following tomorrow. We're still making the same thing happen. Oh, nothing yeah. changes. Yeah. Like, everybody will still know the team. Haley Everyone would know because we built something so big with the belief that we all have that I have. My coaches have my clients have and the staff here has. And that's what I want you to do. Believe in yourself. Go make that ballsy post that you think you're going to get judged for. Go make that next move that you've been fucking fearing and putting off because you're terrified of it. Go do it right the fuck now. Don't do anything else. Exit out of this podcast cast and go do whatever it is you need to look in the eye and tell fear to fuck off go make it happen right now's your time episode 30 we'll see you next time